Okay, so my name is Geraldine, as you know. Um, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm actually a qualified accountant. Um, and I hold a postgraduate degree, diploma, sorry, in applied taxation. Um, so my journey um, started, I think, in 2016. I was actually employed. Uh, can you hear me properly? Yes, we can. Awesome. Okay. So anyway, I was employed. Um, I had a good job and good perks and all that. But I think something in me was just nudging that I needed to do more for myself. Um, being an, I'm sorry, this is going to sound a bit arrogant, but um, I think I just, I just, I'm not employee material. <laughs> so <laughs> I decided to play around with chemicals. So I had issues with my hands. I've got very sensitive skin. And yeah, so I'd play around with chemicals, uh, making my own detergents, making my own shampoos and stuff. And then uh, someone told me that, look, I could actually monetize that, you know, and I started selling. So what I did, I, I injected my initial capital was actually $10, right? Uh, and a pap stick or and a bucket right and i made some chemicals i bought chemicals sorry and i made my first batch that first batch i managed to get 20 dollars and i don't want to use the money so then i i bought double and then it started to grow from there now i won't lie to anyone and say it was easy flowing or anything like that it was hard <laughs> but my first breakthrough was when um i i engaged spa um belvedere they took quite a big batch for me i think that's when i realized that look i was sitting on talent because i had to be at work i'd mix at home um sleep around 12 midnight wake up in the morning go to work deliver around one o'clock in the afternoon during my lunch break and yeah it was getting really really hectic and to be honest i was getting frustrated as well at work um so i decided to register a company that was my first step that was now 2017. uh 2018 um i spent the better part of it actually researching finding out what people wanted because you know it's easy to make a product that you want but if it doesn't appeal to your customers um it won't work you know what i mean so i did quite a lot of research you know we gave a lot away quite a lot of stuff um just trying to get feedback from people and that really helped because then i then engaged a chemical engineer who helped me um formulate chemicals that didn't con uh, contain carcinogenic elements um chemicals that can that that give that uh, cause cancer Right. So we removed all those elements from our products and we made sure that look, whatever chemical we're making was going to be soft on the hands for everyone. And I think what most entrepreneurs do is they make products fine and fair, but they don't then go that extra mile to get it tested to make sure that whatever it is they're saying it does, it actually does. <laughs> so. I went to Standards Association of Zimbabwe, um, got my chemicals tested, and yeah, my chemicals were then approved. Then I left my formal job officially in 2018 uh, December, all right? Um, that's when I really started to focus on the company because now I didn't have any choice. I really needed to focus, otherwise I was gonna stop. <laughs> um, 
yeah so look 2019 we started working um i can i, I can tell you now my annual turnover the average was a three figure us dollar figure that was 2019. Wow. 2020 <laughs> wow. 2020 uh COVID struck when COVID struck a lot of companies started closing yeah. and i i was like oh, i can't afford to actually close i'm not going to do that so um i had i i sorry oh okay no, no. So I, I i i did a who course um for disinfection environmental cleaning and just general um maintenance of covert environments right that was in march when i got the certificate i think that's when everything just started to shoot up for the company initially 2019 i had three employees in total 2020 march i had to employ quite a lot of people because you'll remember quite a lot of people needed now detergents they needed sanitizers they needed disinfectants you know and and i started as well disinfecting for companies and one of my biggest milestones was um engaging with unilever unilever was my biggest competitor in the market but then they actually became my biggest client <laughs> so we've got actually a long-standing contract with them right now we provide all their disinfection services and cleaning as well so with that um obviously it's really in our sales and revenue i had to employ quite a lot of people you know um I think it was now in June, we got quite a huge order from United Nations uh, to provide sanitizers. And yeah, look, it's just been <laughs> uh, hectic since then. Um, now we're sitting on a minimum of six figures US dollars per annum. So yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow, that's incredible. Incredible. And you've actually achieved that in such a short space of time. Yes. And so liked how you said that instead of looking at Unilever as your competitor, you actually went in and collaborated with them. Oh yes. Mm -hmm. Oh yes. That's something that's very important that you have to highlight to us women, especially trying to break these biases that we're always competing instead of us actually coming together to create bigger results. Definitely. I think what's yes. what's crucial. Um, a lot of people believe uh, competition is bad. But yeah. it's actually very good for your company. It's actually good for you. It makes you grow. It makes you get better. You think outside the box. You know. Um, I also then have Geraldine. Is I mean, there's a lot of um, entrepreneurs that are starting out here. How do you then engage these these customers that you have? Your big customers. You know, spa. You said spa Bagravi. I think you've said Unilever. You said well, um, United Nations. You've said all these people. How do you actually get into that space to then get these contracts all right so first and foremost you need to make sure that your whatever it is you're selling whether it's vegetables whether it's chemicals or whatever you need to make sure that your products are standardized right and you're ready so i deal mainly with corporates we we supply your pick and pays nationwide um in richards nationwide as well um just being compliant your tax clearance for example it's important 
for someone yeah. to a company to take you seriously you need to be formalized you need your company documents on point in order you know and just generally putting out yourself out there fortunately with us um i suppose because we're still a very small company decision making is very very easy you know and quick so when covid struck for example we didn't wait to market on the radio or the you know you know newspaper or whatever no we decided to put ourselves really out there on social media we used facebook we used um twitter we used instagram you know and if you want it's 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 disruptive marketing you need to think outside the box where is your client people were at home during covid you know no yeah. one is going out right but you would find them on facebook so for example the chemicals that we were making the detergents sanitizers disinfectants we were offering delivery service why because we wanted to get our product out there you know and and the one thing you need to shy away from as an entrepreneur is that fear of being laughed at look your hustle is your money <laughs> whether you're selling tomatoes or whatever it's your money it's your hustle you shouldn't be ashamed of it so yeah just breaking away from that bias that look i need to be once i need to start very big it's it it doesn't really work like that the world doesn't work like that unless you if you've got a silver spoon yeah it'll work but i started small and i grew focusing on your product focusing on your stuff making sure your your documents are in order and just putting yourself out there you need to market yeah. if you don't market you will not make money unfortunately <laughs> and also just um you know you you supply a lot of corporates uh hilda i don't know if it's relevant but um we we've got a very fluctuating currency in zimbabwe and knowing that corporate takes some time to pay how does that affect cash flows so okay so how we how i structured my stuff i've got clients that pay after 30 days that's yeah. your retail and wholesale stores and then i also have clients that pay after 2 weeks now that will help in paying things like rent or salaries or whatever in if in the event my 30 day clients don't um follow through on time then at the same time you need to always have um cash clients okay that she supply so whoever I was delivering to if my guys were going out to deliver would make sure that we get our payments there and then and you always need that cash just to function properly during the course of the month so it's important to always um strategize you need a strategy that works in zimbabwe unfortunately uh, like you was rightfully saying our our economy is very <laughs> it's 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 it fluctuates it's it's hectic yeah. so i've got rtgs clients um because i need rtgs for certain payments i've got us dollar clients us dollars i need if i want to import stuff you know if i need to bring in chemicals and then i've got my 30 day clients just for continuity so whatever you're doing every and that money if i can just stress this when you start a business you need to pay yourself as the entrepreneur you cannot use your capital or the profit for personal use for buying your vegetables at home <laughs> it won't yeah. work you will stay in one position and you will not progress so right. it's important to always give yourself a salary that you know you're not know at the end of the day if i get for example 200 dollars 200 dollars is enough to take me through to the next month 
that's your salary you don't touch what's what's what you've get what you've put in into your company very important there because i think yeah because i think a lot of people even i'm actually thinking about that um that you know a lot of people mix business with pleasure they just have Mm. that one and they don't have the separate um accounts there Mm. It's it's about discipline, eh? Unfortunately, it's it's a crazy discipline. (laughs) You know you've got money, but you can't touch it. (laughs) Exactly. But with you, Geraldine, how did you then grow so quickly? You know, um, where did that funding come from? Was it just solely from your business, or you then went for other lines as well? So I initially it was my my personal. personal funds that I injected when we started to grow especially when we started to receive the huge orders I had to engage my bankers um, I did get quite a number of loans from family from friends which I made sure I paid back and because yeah. I had built a good relationship with my bank as well, they gave me a facility, like an order financing facility, where if I get a big order or whatever, I just go to them, present the order, and yeah, and then I get funding for that. So building that, those relations is important. And again, it goes back to being formalized, being having your documentation on point, banking your money. Yeah. yeah. So just, I just, think... I think- um, I was just thinking in terms of getting um, loans at the bank in Zimbabwe, I don't know how it's like there, but then um, banks here require a lot of documentation and you need to have surety to support the loan that you have applied for. Well, I don't know what sort of advice would you have for entrepreneurs that are yeah because you know most of our bankers as well they require collateral um how did you you go about that okay so fortunately um i did have collateral i've got some collateral in my name that i bought i think it was i think it was 20 However, there are also several avenues you can use if you know you don't have collateral. If you have a vehicle, for example, you know you can get funding. All right. And I do know that there are quite a number of investors that are very interested in African companies. It depends on what you're into. Um, if you're willing to let go of equity, for example, there are companies that plan. All you need is just a business plan to prove that, look, you can create the the, the, the the traction that you say you can over a period of time. And then if you don't want to go that route, sometimes borrowing from fa- family, from friends, um, just having a good network of people around you is always important. I think the one thing that I, I appreciate, um, that I've appreciated over the years, is just the networks I've built. So if I'm in a pickle, I know I can turn to uh, a fellow um, entrepreneur. They'll understand. They can loan me money and we sign off or whatever and I make sure I pay them the money when it's due. Yeah. So there's always ways. (laughs) Yeah, I think it's important that you raise that to say, you know, your network Mm. is your net worth because... um, 
yeah a lot of people don't understand that you know a lot of people are always complaining that they're in the rut because they can't find funding or the country but then we've got people like you who've achieved massive growth in like what five six years if i'm not mistaken yeah, well okay three four to be honest <laughs> yeah because yeah, just calculating your timeline because i came back to zimbabwe in 2017 so i was saying to myself i've been in zim for the last years now so <laughs> that's why I your growth yeah well well it's it's really commendable but i think i'll just take you back a bit geraldine i just on just women's month um what do you think about the whole breaking the biases what does that mean to you wow i you know this 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 um month is really really important to me to be honest and just the topic alone it it says a lot Mm. you know um i had an interview yesterday and i was explaining that a lot of people especially us we believe that success or being successful entails you have to have a man that is pushing you or you know the bias around having a successful company it's usually associated with a man <laughs> why because we, we we think as women our place is in in the home taking care of the house or whatever and it, it's it, that's not true at all you know so just breaking that bias and uh, you know, we need to all remember as women the guys the men have always had these boys clubs right for the longest of time and major deals were struck in those clubs whether it's at golf or whether in the pub drinking whatever yeah yeah but as women we have kitchen parties and we want to be talking of things that are <laughs> silly or whatever yeah. Why can't we make our own women's clubs? Exactly. Why can't we? Why can't we strike our own deals in those in those kitchen parties or whatever? You know, yeah. and just that 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 you know that perception that as a woman you cannot succeed. You know, I I I did suffer from that for quite a bit. I think that's why it took me long to actually move away from corporate to start my own things. I was afraid of failing. I was afraid people would laugh at me and you know just the general just that fear but those are all biases that have been embedded in our in our minds to believe that because women we cannot surpass what a man has achieved it's ridiculous i'm sorry but it is ridiculous we but can and know, we are <laughs> on that note though like there's a a friend of mine she was actually applying for a tender mm-hmm. um and then they did a site visit you know and we were discussing it afterwards this is like how did it go mm-hmm. and she's like you know surprisingly I think there were four people that came and I think two of them were ladies and two were men. She's like, surprisingly, the men were not as harsh, but it was the women that were so harsh to her. They're the ones that were nitpicking on everything, whereas the men were kind of willing to bypass quite a few things. But it was the women that were really nit- nitpicking and giving her a hard time. And oh, I feel yeah. like it's it's it is how we still act and sometimes i'm asking myself like what's the point of us having all of this why are we doing all of these talks if us women cannot give each other a break you know that's true mm. that is mm. so true 100 um women we like to discredit each other mm. <laughs> we don't want to see another woman a lot of women don't want to see another woman succeed. yeah you know? 
Exactly. But, yeah, and it's it's sad, um, but it all comes down to to, to your network. Yeah. Um, I think it's important to always have women that are there to support you, to uplift you, that have gone through all whatever it is you're going through, and 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 can support you. Just that support system is is, is crucial. Um, yeah. I've, I, I literally have encountered the same and you wonder why you're being so mean <laughs> you know <Yeah. laughs> why but you can't ask that can you <laughs> I mean I said if the guys supposed to doing their job and their due diligence but yeah most of the time it seems like they are the ones that are a bit more difficult instead of the, the men but so we then saying okay how do we then break that bias to say guys we need to support each other no matter what role you play in terms of helping that woman, it's important. I think yes. that's why that's why we're saying, look, um, let's just break that bias. Let's support each other. Having these talks, having these, um, you know, so many workshops and whatnot, it's very important. At the end of the day, I think one day we'll all stand up together and support each other. <laughs> At least I hope so. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. <laughs> And Geraldine, just um, in conclusion, no, you've been great. And I think um, we, we've been uh, very inspired by your journey. And, you know, especially as an entrepreneur, a lot of entrepreneurs are really struggling out there. So you being the example to say, look, I started when the economy was crap in Zimbabwe, you know, and we had moved from dollarization in 2017. And you've managed to actually grow to secure some very lucrative contracts. The people are really struggling to break into them. So I think your advice has been, your, your story has been so inspirational. But what would your last, like, like your advice be to to entrepreneurs not only in Zimbabwe but I suppose in Africa as well I think what I can say um, at the end of the day you're your loudest cheerleader um, your success is determined by your own determination how determined are you to succeed if I tell you right now um, I don't even know how okay so I did put myself out there but I'm also vice chairperson of the SME Association of Zimbabwe. I was elected. How it happened, you know, up to now, I'm like, wow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> wow. And, I, you know, I sit on boards now and um, I, then I, I hold quite a number of caps. Why? Because I, I focused on what I wanted to achieve as a person. And yeah. I don't allow negative energy overcome what I'm looking at to over, to just to get in front of my vision so if you're starting off as an entrepreneur or you're an entrepreneur the road is tough but always be positive try, try by all means always you know give yourself positive energy around you and associate with people with the same energy it really does happen that's awesome. Which board do you sit on? That's great. <laughs> I sit on Act in Africa. Uh-huh. Yeah, so it's 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 a group um, that helps entrepreneurs just to formalize their structures. They help with research, um, quite a number of things actually. Wow. 
Okay. <laughs> That's really, really interesting. And That's I think incredible. people know about some of these things. So, you know, trying to spread the world out mm. th- the word out there that you can actually be a formalized entrepreneur and mm. start yeah. getting these good contracts because no one's going to deal with you without a tax clearance or without a bank account. You know? Definitely. Mm. I think at the end of the day, don't fear paperwork. It's just paperwork. <laughs> register your company if you register your company make sure you pay your taxes if you're doing tenders applying for tenders make sure you've got your well in zimbabwe we've got the prize um, documentation that's important it's not difficult to get and it's not scary at all it doesn't cost a lot of money just do what you need to do to make sure that your formalized and companies will take you seriously no, that's great. Uh, thank you, Geraldine. Uh, it's really been awesome having you. And just that little nudge to say, look, let's do it has just been very, very important. Oh, thank yes. you so much yes. for having me. Thank you. Thank, thank you, Geraldine. Thank you. It's been an honor. Thank you so much. Bye. Bye. Cheers. Bye.